When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big game tomorrow morning. Looking forward to this one. Two heavyweights. And I do include Scotland as a heavyweight because I think their form in the last 12 months might just be the best, best Scottish side we've seen under Gregor Townsend. Can they tip up South Africa? South Africa have this wonderful ability to turn teams like New Zealand over and then drop their guard the following week. We saw a little bit of it against Argentina in the recent rugby championship. Clearly we've seen them lose to Japan in the past. We know how devastating they can be. Joining us now on the program is South African rugby correspondent John O'Connor. John, afternoon, welcome. Thank you, mate. Have you got any concerns or fears for your South African team against the Scottish side tomorrow? I don't. Not because of any disrespect to the Scottish team. I think they play a wonderful brand of rugby. And they do the absolute best that they can with their limited resources. But that is what the difference is, that over a period of 80 minutes, when you look at the depth, including the bench, uh, and I totally agree with you about South Africa's tendency to sometimes drop the ball and, and lose focus. They don't have the same ruthless edge. You know, the All Blacks, if you give them a sniff, they will absolutely crush you. The Springboks tend not to have that ruthless edge, so there is that danger. But I think at a World Cup under Ninaba and Rasia Rasmus, the sheer depth of talent that they have will win out. Mate, the, I find that the Scottish team throw the ball around a little bit. Do you, and, and they sort of often don't start very well either and, and fight themselves back into the game, which is going to be hard to do against the South Africans. Do you... Do you, do you think the, the running, the movement the Scots can provide of the ball can, can cause a few problems for Africa? Well, you know, rugby is such a wonderful game in that if you've got the skills, there's always space somewhere. You'll know this, uh, Steve. And by the way, I was watching some highlights the last two days and I, I thought really did cross my mind, how underrated is Steve Devine? <laughs> um I really did. I was watching. I was thinking, man, did anybody ever realize how good he actually was? But rugby is is a game of, if you've got the skill, is a game of chess. And you saw it with England in their match in how they found a way, um, even with 14 men, and they got the ball rolling with drop kicks. So somehow, somewhere on the field, there is there is space. And the, the Scottish are certainly able to move the ball into space. But I think a big loss for them is their captain and fullback, whose name just escapes me, who had to retire um, three months Hogg. ago. His body just couldn't put up with it. Stuart Hogg. Sorry, say again? Stuart Hogg. Hogg. Yes. Stuart Hogg. Now, Stuart Hogg, to me, was as good as Duhan van der is and Finn Russell are. To me, he was their absolute world-class player. He was a player that would challenge um, as the best 15 in the world when he was fit and firing. And the loss of that incision from the back uh, 
I think is a huge problem for them because when what Hock could bring is not only could he boast into the line and not only could he t- come up at first receiver uh, in a, a far quicker version of Billy LaRue, but he also had such a huge boot to move that ball into space. And the thing with the Springboks, especially in the, at the start of the game, is you've got to be clinical. You can't simply run the ball from anywhere um, without moving the ball. If you're running the ball into space, one thing. But if you just run it willy-nilly um, and they turn you over, you're in deep trouble. Okay, John, I'll ask you this question. If you're coaching Scotland, how would you approach this game against South Africa? How would you try and undo the South African team? Good question, Wado. Uh, Not just a pretty face, eh? Um, I think a lot of it depends on the kickoff. And increasingly in rugby, you see that kickoff receipt is, and, and clearing your lines is, is such an important part of the game. Uh, I, th- I think the worst coach killers at the moment are when your team scores and then they don't feel the, the kickoff receipt correctly and then they allow the opposition to score straight away. So depending on whether they receive or they kick off, if they're going to kick off to the Springboks, the Springboks are going to... Uh, try and clear their lines, I would imagine, um, to touch and then contest in the lineup with all the height that they have. So you want to maybe start at, uh, start, make sure that you, you take your line out well um, at, at the front. And then I would try, I would start with trying a few high balls, to be honest, but not on the Cheson Colby side. That's not a good idea, right? Um, I would try and work it towards that side. If they are receiving kickoff, um, I would kick it deep and I would try and pin the box back there. I know this is not the Scottish way, but at the beginning, you can't let, you can't let the box do what they managed to do against New Zealand at Twickenham, which is get into your 22 early because they have this vice grip through that pack of forwards where they'll just hold you there and hold you there and hold you there until... I mean, the Springbok method of play and their philosophy, and Rusty Rasmus has said this, is if you take an orange, a beautiful, hard, shiny orange, and it's firm when you hold it in your hand, but then you put it in your pocket and you squeeze it continually for 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, that thing's soft and pulpy. And that's what Scotland have got to avoid. They can't allow themselves to be squeezed right from the beginning. They would be a little disciplined and say, we're going to play the, the game at that end of the field for the first 20 minutes, not inside our 22 or just outside our 22. Uh, mate, I want to ask you, John, about uh, Pollard. Do you think, I yes. just think, why is he not in your squad? He seems to be fit and healthy. Why, why, oh, why is he not there? They have a very strict uh, return to play policy. So uh, they have different phases. And remembering that Ninoba is a, a qualified physiotherapist, and that's how he got involved in rugby coaching, starting first of all as a physio, um, working with 
the wrestler Rasmus, who was then coach. So their return to play protocol follows a uh, recovery, then a preparation, then a match readiness stage. And by the time they named the World Cup, um, they it's, and even right now, up until the the last week or so, he was still in the the not the match, not the return to phase play, but the preparation phase. I don't know the exact names that they have. So he hadn't quite clicked into the match day readiness phase. And I think what they've what they found with um, with Marnie Lubbock is that he releases his outsides. His ability to distribute the ball is beautiful, right? He's not the same physical presence in that channel when it comes to defense and taking the ball up. Uh, but it's not so much of an issue when you have two units that you can choose from, like De Lende and, uh, and Esterhazen at 12. So um, the fact that he's worked so hard on his kicking and addressed a, a technical issue, he was approaching the ball at the wrong angle. And as you saw, he kicked flawlessly against the All Blacks. They feel that they are okay. But um, Pollard will, Pollard's on the brink of return. So if there's any injury um, in the back line, don't be surprised if Pollard returns because he also can cover 12. So he can, and he can cover 13 as well. Okay. Um, John, John, I've got to wrap it up. Just one final question, though. In terms of your sure. makeup on your bench, um, innovative, uh, bringing on seven forwards, is that going to win you the World Cup? Is, is is that smart? Is that the way you expect South Africa to play come quarterfinal time? No, I don't. Um, remember that they, they brought Quacker onto the bench, and I'm quite surprised, by the way, that he isn't... Um, he isn't on the bench anyway for this game uh, because I'm a huge fan of his abilities. And by the way, anybody who weighs uh, 90 kilograms and can make a Springbok pack, you know, has got to be special, you know. Um, but when I brought Kwaka on uh, after Villilaru pulled out, it's easy to forget that Kwaka was a uh, seven specialist for a number of years and he is lightning fast. And he has amazing hands. So he can cover backline positions as well. So I think when it came to match day readiness on the morning of the game, he was what they decided would be their best bet. And they thought, well, let's roll the dice. Let's see if we change seven forwards against the All Blacks, what will happen. If this was a World Cup final, mm, I don't think so. I don't think that would have been the plan. All right, John, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm hoping Scotland beat you guys tomorrow. Um, I genuinely do, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. So, look. uh, uh, What about you? What about you, Steve? Oh, we're all going Scotland, mate. Uh, I I, I think Africa will win. Uh, I think there is uh, any of those top five teams in the world on their day on their day will beat each other and if it's Scotland's day I, th- I think Scotland have the ability to win but I, I, my, my head yeah. is saying um, South Africa okay. alright John hey look lovely thank you lovely to have you on the programme John O'Connor there South African correspondent uh, looking forward to that one uh, is that going to be the first big upset of this tournament I'm not sure I don't think it was an upset yesterday I think France went into that one as favourites 